Welcome, and thank you for joining me on the Becoming You podcast. I'm Emily Peterson, and I'll be your host. Here as we discover the best version of ourselves from the inside out, truly becoming who we want to be and living that truth. Hello, my dear friends. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for supporting this podcast and for investing in yourself some of this time to learn some new tools or techniques or ideas or strategies or just listen to some stories. Thank you so much for taking this time. So today I want to kind of go off of last week's episode about gratitude. And I wanted to kind of go into more detail of how gratitude has helped me in more than just one way, but how you could apply this gratitude idea in an everyday setting. So I have decided to set up for you a 21-day program where every day you can apply and you can start to implement gratitude. If this is something that you want to do, then I know that you're going to keep following along and you're going to do this for 21 days. And I know that you're going to do it with the intention of something changing in your life, whatever that would be. So your intention is going to be some kind of value. So maybe you value deeper connections. Maybe you value um, the ability to serve and to help others. Maybe you value honesty or love or whatever it is really you can experience something so much better than you are right now because of this new focus of gratitude. So little story, there was a time when I <laughs> thought that I was finished with a certain thing, which was having babies. I thought that, you know, we were finished and we had three kids and we were good. And then I found out I was pregnant and I was devastated and I was actually filled with immense fear. I was so afraid of so many different things. One thing I was afraid of was the pain because I had had natural births for all of my children and not only is the birth painful and the labor and all of that, but the stitches that I had to have naturally were very painful. The fear of experiencing what I had previously with my other baby came up. The fear of so many things. And the other part of this fear was telling my husband because he didn't want another baby. I was afraid of how it was going to show up how it was going to be, how our conversation would go, how he would respond, what we would, you know, continue to do. Was this going to end our marriage? Was this going to be, I mean, obviously it was his baby, but we still didn't plan on having more children. So I just had this fear and this fear engulfed me and it took me to a place of um, hiding, kind of feeling shame even though I had nothing to be ashamed of, but it still took me to this place of shame because I didn't want to share 
what was going on because of that fear. So that fear taking over, you know, was what literally led me to feeling like I couldn't be open and honest and share. So it came to a point where the only solution I found was being able to reach out to somebody else who was a good influence in our life, someone who my husband trusted and someone who I trusted. And I went about it all the wrong way. Although I could also look at it as I went about it the way that I knew how and felt safe in doing. However, it didn't turn out to be like the safest, best option um, for mine and my husband's relationship. I tend to do that sometimes when I am in fear. I make decisions just because I want to feel safe and I want to feel comfortable. So anyway, I got in touch with this individual and had them come over to our house to give me a blessing, which is a priesthood blessing, which helps in doing many things Um, this priesthood power is from God and it can help us either be healed or to heal like sick or to help people feel comfort, whatever it is. Anyway, I was seeking comfort at this time and instruction and direction. So um, I had him come so that he and my husband could do this process. And at this moment, right after the blessing and I was crying I then blurted it out what was actually going on. And my husband was devastated because I said it while this other individual was in the room and it wasn't just him and me. And after he had left, um, I explained that I was just afraid. I was afraid of saying something. I was afraid of response. I was afraid of so many things. And after... A little while of us going, you know, through our our differences and stuff, um, it finally became a safe place where, like, emotionally and everything, to be able to move forward, getting excited about this baby. But I still wasn't excited because I was still in fear, and. As this fear took over, I decided, okay, I have to do something different with the birth. So I started to arrange going to a hospital and having it that way and being able to be um, basically numbed and taken, you know, put out with the drugs and everything. And that was going to be covered by her insurance and all that stuff. And then that ended up not falling into place. So I kept working on those areas and trying to figure all that stuff out. And then I started a coaching program. And it was for me to be certified as a coach, but I also received coaching in the program. So it was super helpful. And I had come to the conclusion in one of the sessions, it just like hit me so hard that I needed to keep a gratitude journal that that is what was going to help change the direction of my mind and my heart and my emotion around this fear. So what I did was I literally told myself when I would go and get a journal. Okay, I was going to go and get the journal such and such day because I was going to the store 
And how was I going to remember to get it? Well, I was going to have a little reminder. And then once I got the journal, where did I want to keep it so I would remember to write in it? I decided to keep it in my car because most of the time um, when my baby would fall asleep, it'd be when, when I was running errands and I could sit in my car and write in my gratitude journal. Um, well, I guess he wasn't really a baby. He was a young child, but he still fell asleep in the car. So anyway, um, and then I decided to get a couple gratitude journals so I could have one in the car, one in my nightstand and be able to write whenever I felt inspired to write. And then I realized that I wanted to make sure I did it every single day. So then I always had it where I would write in it. So every time I was in my car at a certain time when I was doing a certain thing, I would write in my gratitude journal. If I was in my house, then when I was, usually it was when my baby boy was sleeping, or if I would go to the bathroom, I would take my journal with me or I would keep it in the bathroom sometimes. And I would start writing in my gratitude journal. And at the beginning, it was, I am grateful that today I woke up. I am grateful that today I decided to get out of bed and do the best that I knew how. Um, It started with little things. And sometimes it was the obvious. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for this and for that and the very simple things. But usually it was I am grateful for or in these hard moments. I began to be grateful for the fear. And the moment that I was grateful for that fear that I had about having this baby was the moment I surrendered it to God. Okay, this was the key to turning everything around, to be able to experience something so different than I had ever experienced ever before with any of the births or in my life in general. So being grateful and leaning into this fear and being vulnerable being vulnerable with my heavenly father telling him that I am grateful that right now I feel this fear and I am lost and I am you know feeling anxious and it's hard that those moments where you actually let go you surrender and you give it to God he takes it and he allows you to feel peace. He allows you to feel like there is hope and that everything can be different than it was before. So I want to say that I have been writing in a gratitude journal every single day and have not missed a day since that time that I got the gratitude journal. And I have so many notebooks. I haven't even counted them yet. Some are binders. Some are actual cute little notebooks. Some are just papers in the binder, like I said. Um, but I have, I have a record of keeping gratitude, my focus ever since that moment, because my conviction, um, of this working in my life was the moment that everything started to show up in a different way. Um, not only from letting go and releasing that fear, and feeling hope and feeling peace, but 
how everything flowed from, okay, yeah, I, I don't have a doctor now. I don't have the hospital. Those things weren't working out. Um, it wasn't going to be the way that I wanted it to be. And the insurance was no longer going to cover these things because the job changed and things like that. So I got in contact with the midwife who delivered my previous son and decided, you know what? this might be the direction I need to go. And I just need to let her know all of my fears around the pain of having this baby. So I got in contact with her, the most beautiful soul you will ever meet. And if you are looking for a midwife and looking for some support that way, if you're having a baby, um, I love this woman, Roxana Maurer. I will, um, somehow find a way to get you connected with her because she is so incredible. So anyway, just yeah, reach out to me and um, find out how you can get in contact with her because she makes the process so wonderful. Anyway, so I shared with her as we were in our first um, appointment. And the other thing that she does is to help you feel comfortable and safe and just beautiful and nurtured. She gives you a foot zone, this beautiful foot massage. And she, she's just a great listener and a beautiful spirit. Um, very spiritual anyway. So as we're sitting there and she's rubbing my feet and we're talking, she was asking me what my intentions are for this birth. And I had never thought of that before. But I said, my intention is connection because I felt so disconnected to this pregnancy and I might start crying. Um, And I felt ashamed for feeling so disconnected and, and not wanting this that I, as I started writing in my gratitude journal and started to feel like everything was going to work out, that's when I started to accept the pregnancy and accept this sweet, divine, perfect child coming into our family. And I really wanted to feel that connection. And so that was my biggest intention was connection. And then it was faith over fear. And I don't remember the next ones, but those are my biggest, my top two. And as I focused on Um, my intention for connection and faith, she helped me. She reminded me every time I would be in an appointment or every time that we would discuss the birth of this sweet, perfect baby, that those were my intentions. And she helped me to focus on that. And I'd share with her all the things that I was grateful for and that I was grateful that things didn't work out the way that I thought they were meant to and that things went differently because I was meant to be working with her again. So fast forward to the day of labor and this beautiful baby. I wake up at 6.30 in the morning and my water has broken in um, the bed well, on my way to the bathroom. (laughs) Anyway, my water broke. And so I was like, okay, baby's coming. Get the kids off to school and get my parents to help so that they can pick them up from school or the bus or whatever and all that stuff. 
And my husband stays home from work that day. And um, I'm only going to tell you my side of the story and then I'll go on to the other side. So as we go throughout the morning, she, Roxana, couldn't be there because her mother was ill. So she was with her mother at the time. And so I had her assistant come and she was helping me through the labor pains and the contractions and all of that and the progression. Um, things started to pre- progress pretty heavily in the later afternoon. So around 3.30 in the afternoon was when I knew that I needed Roxana there. And so she came. She left her mother and she came to me and she helped me through this process. She held my hand. Her beautiful smile would look in my eyes. And as every strong, deep contraction would hit, I remember sitting in that rocking chair. She would press on the pressure points of my knees and I would close my eyes and I would breathe in and breathe out. And I had my beautiful song list, um, playlist that would play just songs that allowed me to feel connected. And those moments sitting there feeling these strong contractions, I felt this connection, this deep, beautiful spiritual connection to this. I I started feeling it before this moment throughout the um, pregnancy, but this moment was so strong where I felt this connection to this baby. I felt connected to heaven. I felt connected to angels. I knew that everything was going to be okay with this birth. And I had so much faith. And I smiled through the pain. I said, I am grateful that in this moment, this is getting me closer to this baby. I am grateful that I can have faith over fear. I am grateful that I have the support of someone so divine. And as I continued to progress in labor, <laughs> I moved on to the bed and all, you know, the, if, if you've gone through labor, you know the pains and you know the, the process. As I lay in a position that felt right to me, because I truly felt inspired as to every position that I was meant to be in. It was such a connected labor and birth process. As I lay there and the pain surged through every single fiber of my being, I guess I don't even remember, but she said that I laid smiling, saying, I am grateful in this pain. I am grateful. And I am so glad that I have her memory and I have these moments to hold tight to knowing that no matter what pain we go through, we are not alone. And then it went down to the process of actually feeling the child bearing down and ready to come through the birth canal. And as I am on the floor and as I am kneeling and as I am ready to get this baby out of there, I feel his head and I, I embrace this very connected moment. It is so intimate, so beautiful, so spiritual. And in that moment of the deepest pain that I was feeling, I remember laying my head back, feeling like giving up, like I couldn't do it any longer. 
And she said, you've got this, Emily. Remember, remember, you've got this. This is your intention. This is what you want. You don't want more pain. You have to hold this baby and not just push so hard and not just let go. Remember, you're in control. And in that moment, it's like I I woke up again and I put my head up and I said, you're right. I can do this. I am strong. And I was so connected. And I said, I give this to you, Christ, because you are the one who has gone through everything that I would not have to suffer and go through this pain on my own. So I gave the pain to him. He took it and I literally was so connected. I felt light in the room and I felt as I felt my baby, as I I held just enough so that I wouldn't hurt my body and have to go through the same pain I went through before and the same fear of all the stitches and everything. I held that baby as long as I needed to until I could oh man, till I could controllably push him out and not just force all of it. I was in so much control. Somehow I had this control and I know it wasn't me because I gave it to Christ. He helped me. My angels were there to help me. And this sweet, perfect baby was helping me. And I felt connected as he came out and I was holding him. I was the one giving birth to him, literally pushing him out and literally holding him on the other end as I helped him come out into this world. And I felt this beautiful connection in a way that I had never felt before. And the moment that he came out and I was holding him, the spirit was so strong that I will never doubt that there is a savior who loves us and knows how to succor us in all of our pains and afflictions. And that there are angels on earth and in heaven who are here to help us, to support us, and to love us, that we can feel connected, that we can have faith over fear, and that everything can go the way it is meant to go without us getting in the way. And after that, I had to go through the process of stitches. But you know what? I only had a few stitches and I didn't feel a thing. The pain was not at all what it was with any of my other births. And it was the most connected, the most beautiful and the most natural feeling ever. And then the recovery, the recovery was nothing. I literally had no pain for the next two weeks in the recovery process. I literally felt perfect. Like I felt like I could do anything and I didn't because I chose to take care of myself. Even if I felt like I had energy and I felt really good and I felt like I had no pain, I still took the time to lay down. I still took the time to embrace my child. I still took the time to love and nurture my body, mind, and spirit. And I took the time every day to write in my gratitude journal. And what gratitude can do 
whether you're in physical pain, whether you're in spiritual pain, whether you are experiencing fear and doubt and hopelessness, despair, I believe that gratitude can change everything. Gratitude will do something different in your life than you ever expect. And my intention for that birth with the connection and the faith all came true. And it was because of this gratitude, leaning in with gratitude for the things that I didn't want. I leaned in with gratitude for the fear. I leaned in with gratitude in the fear. And I leaned in with gratitude in those moments where I felt shame for not wanting to be pregnant. And I let it go. And Christ, with his grace, took it. And he made it so that everything would be as it was meant to be. And I am where I am today, loving and experiencing life to my fullest with this amazing, perfect baby who is still connected. He knows when to connect. He knows he gets his blanket and he comes to me and he knows when he needs that connection. He just, he's so intuitive and he snuggles and he gets close and he makes people feel safe and he brings a spiritual aspect to our home and our family. It's like he has invited the angels to come and be even more abundant in our life. And it's such a beautiful process. And I'm so grateful that I chose to keep leaning in, even with the fear that I was feeling. And that that is what made this whole process beautiful. And that I didn't give up. And that I didn't lean into the fear in a way of, just being done and, you know, like I said, giving up or um, being bitter or angry or whatever it was, resentful or something. Instead, it's so much pure love. So what gratitude can literally do for somebody, I would love to hear your story, but what gratitude can literally do for somebody is change everything in your mind. It can change the chemicals in your mind to start focusing on the good, focusing on possibilities, focusing on new ideas and direction, and focusing on the spiritual aspect of things so that you can have more support, more help, and feel that hope and feel that that joy and experience something beyond anything that you ever imagined experiencing. I only share this story and get vulnerable because I know that this is a safe community to be able to share these things. This is my safe place. And I also know that this sacred experience is something that I need to share because somebody else needs to hear it. So if that is you that needed to hear it, I hope that this is something that you start to apply. Start to apply gratitude every single day. And I'm here to support you and to help you. And if you need an accountability partner or you'd like to hire a coach to be able to help you, you know, stay true to the commitments that you want to make for yourself. And if you just don't know how to apply these things and remember to do them, that's also what I do as a coach. I help you truly 
understand what it is that you want for yourself. And then I help you as an accountability partner to follow through on those things that you want to experience and you want to do for yourself. It is not for me to tell you what to do or how to believe or what to think or anything like that, but to listen and then to hold you accountable and to help you follow through on the things that you want to do. I hope you have a fantastic day and I hope that this podcast finds you well and that if you weren't doing well before, perhaps this gives you hope to do well from now on. So starting tomorrow, we are going to do 21 days of gratitude where we will, I will share, but we will share five things that we are grateful for in the day. You can write in your gratitude journal anytime. It can be in the morning when you wake up. It can be at night when you go to bed. It could be when you have quiet time when your baby's asleep or your children are gone or when you feel like writing in a gratitude journal. You can use your phone notes and start typing gratitude. You can do it however honors you and I will be here to support you through it all. So 21 days, I believe in the 21 day program of anything because we want to implement um, new habits and strategies and that literally becomes a new habit that you just automatically start doing if you have done it for 21 days or longer. It will just become an automatic thing. So let's experience this for 21 days of gratitude starting tomorrow Um, January 15th, 2021, and it will go until it looks like February 4th, if I am correct, February 4th or 5th. Um, And yeah, find something where you can start writing what you are grateful for. And if you don't have those resources, I have some amazing printouts that you can have access to to be able to write five things you're grateful for. They're cute little templates on them and I have them numbered. Keep it simple every single day. You can add to it as you want to. Stick with five for a while maybe and then go up as you feel like you can. Focus on gratitude and see how that changes your life or your day or your relationships or whatever it is that you are trying to experience and have be a little better. Let's do it together. I hope you have a fantastic day and we will chat. It looks like tomorrow with our 21 days of gratitude. Thank you for showing up and listening to the Becoming You podcast. If any of this information that I'm sharing is of value to you, please, I would love for you to leave a review or to share with your friends and others who you think could benefit from this as well. And if you are a mother who just wants some support and wants to learn more about self-care and how to integrate more harmony in your life and in your home through self-care, I would love to be your coach. Reach out to me. Let's connect. Facebook, Emily Pete, or Insights from Emily, and Instagram, Insights from Emily, as well as on Google, Insights from Emily. So Google my business, leave a a review, come and check me out. 
come and get some support, get on a free call with me to see if we're even a good fit. And let's see how we can help you enjoy more harmony in your life and in everything that you are trying to accomplish.